Kenny Pickett is officially QB1 in Pittsburgh. How should you value him in your dynasty leagues going forward? And what other rookie quarterbacks could start sooner rather than later? All that and more this episode of the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the Prize Pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. She is Kate Magic. Follow her on Twitter at FFBallBlast. Kate, your Steelers have a new quarterback uh, starting this week against the Buffalo Bills. How are you doing today? Uh, we got a new big hand man in in Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, it, it was necessary, but, you know, yep. Marcus, I I was of the belief that I didn't really think that you could bring Mitch Trubisky to the bench at this point and then not keep rolling with Kenny Pickett. I just don't think that that's what the Steelers do. I don't feel no. like that was a, a move that would have been congruent with what like they're building in that culture. I do feel like bringing him in, it, like, I, I don't think Pittsburgh's about that back, back and forth kind of like, you know, they, they make their commitment and then they dig their heels into the ground for the yep. next uh 10 to 12 year. Yeah. It, it just like that. It's Kenny Pickett time. Now, what does that mean uh, for the rest of the offense? I think that's a really interesting question, Marcus, because their upcoming schedule is fantastically brutal, fantastically brutal. And my question to you is how much do you buy into the old adage that you can break your rookie quarterback by sending him into uh drown in rough waters way too soon oh you absolutely can right i mean we've seen it happen with several high you know draft pick prospects where they're just they're playing in games that they're not ready to play in um now the good thing with Pickett compared to like say mark sanchez or something like that is that pickett's got a ton of experience right he was an older prospect coming out he was a fifth year senior like he's played a lot kate so i don't think He's going to get to these games and it's going to be just so overwhelming and so fast for him that he's not ready. But there's a chance that Pittsburgh just gets crushed in some of these games and he has some turnovers like we saw last week and that kind of stuff. But I'm not I'm not worried about the next four games breaking Kenny Pickett and making him somebody that the Steelers have to bench or anything like that. I also think that, like, so far, the Steelers have been putting him in a good spot in terms of a game plan. Like, the kind of, like, man- game management type plays, like, that's what – that's yeah. all Matt Canada seems to execute is, like, game management. Like, we're not going to try to put the ball in, yes. in too many crazy places. So I think that kind of works for Kenny Pickett. Now – what are your expectations this week? What do you think that, uh, I, I guess, like long-term trajectory, like we, we just saw Kenny Pickett have two rushing touchdowns in his debut. 
does that bump up his fantasy stock for you? And where is he lying in your, your dynasty rankings? Yeah, it's, I mean, he's not going to rush for eight or nine touchdowns the rest of the season. Like that's just not going to happen. However, it's a really nice tiebreaker. Like for example, right now on dynasty league football, He's being ranked right next to Mac Jones. Mac Jones is QB 20. Kenny Pickett is QB 21. Both those quarterbacks are 24 years old. Mac Jones obviously has a year under his belt, but you just, Mac Jones isn't going to get any kind of rushing upside. Like if if he rushes for two touchdowns in a season, that's going to be awesome. So yeah, I would take Kenny Pickett and the little bit higher ceiling because of the rushing potential over Mac Jones. But I don't know, Kate, I, I, I still think he is a, uh, he's a QB two at this point, and probably more on the lower end, you know end range of the QB two than you know closer to top ten, top twelve, or anything like that. Yeah, I think. I mean, in general, this this team is going to have its growing pains, and yeah. you need to be very patient with that. But along with that comes you know Kenny Pickett and his hands, tiny little growing pains. And well, can <laughs> I ask you this? We we saw these two quarterbacks last week against each other, Zach Wilson and Kenny Pickett. I mean, I, again, I know it's we're really looking at a half sample size, a half of a game sample size in which Zach Wilson's first game back, Kenny Pickett's first game action. But just after watching that, was, was is there a way that you would lean there? Probably Pickett. I, and I'm not a Pickett person. Pickett person. What a what an alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I've made my feelings about Kenny Pickett and like perfectly clear, but. I mean, I think the, based on what we've seen so far from Zach Wilson, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not looking to invest. And I like, I don't think we're seeing the growth that we really want to see. He's had time to sit and really like develop the brain part of things. And I don't think we've seen enough for how much time he's gotten to sit back and, and learn like and here's I'll the other thing that you mentioned just it. at the top is Pittsburgh is a very patient organization, right? They to are going fault. to give, yeah, to, to a fault sometimes, right? They are going to give Pickett every opportunity to grow into this franchise quarterback role. If he struggles for three years, I don't think they're going to bench him, right? They're invested in him. So, I mean, obviously the Jets are as well, but we know Pittsburgh is the most loyal organization in football. So, I think there's just a floor with pickets that some of these other quarterbacks don't have, like New England, um, maybe Miami with Tua, uh, Chicago certainly with Trey, with uh, Justin Fields, the 49ers with Trey Lance. Even though we like those prospects better, there is something for the safety of just knowing Kenny Pickett's going to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers for the foreseeable the future. Lives. Yeah, yeah, I mean – he, he's going to get like what three presidential terms probably figure it out. <laughs> like, it's crazy, but it's, you, you know, that's the case. Like Pittsburgh is going to be loyal to a fault with Kenny Pickett, even if he's only average, but that does matter when it comes to dynasty football. Marcus, I want to see the over under number of presidential terms that we see Kenny Pickett under center, regardless of performance. <laughs> so I would say two and a half would be the number, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm just gonna smash the over, knowing uh, what yeah. what Pittsburgh likes to do to my soul. But yeah. this is uh, a good chat. <laughs> yeah, uh, let, let's talk about some other rookie quarterbacks that we're maybe interested in seeing. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Elias. 
Do you ever wish that before every NFL game you could get the most up-to-date and accurate information before placing your bets or locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app. It is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Whether you're part of big fantasy tournaments, you like to place bets, or you're just a big sports fan and a stats nerd, Elias Game Plan has everything you need. Elias Game Plan is a sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau. You can hear their trusted facts all the time on ESPN, local TV broadcast. Uh, you can hear it sometimes during the, the national games as well. But now you can have all the stats, facts, and team and player updates in the palm of your hand, and they are all backed by their renowned research team. And with their new chat function, you can talk to them directly and receive the information you need to back your big decisions on your betting or your fantasy leagues. Plus, they have a new weekly survivor pool that's pretty cool. Uh, Take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from one of three game plans when you subscribe. They have a weekly, a monthly, or an annual subscription. But we've got a deal for you. You can get 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Google Play Store today and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL25. All right, Kate, there is another rookie quarterback that is just waiting in the wings, begging to get on the field because this other quarterback threw seven passes last week. Uh, That's Desmond Ritter, and we know that you have been a Desmond Ritter fan for a while my question for you is how quickly do you think we're going to see Ritter on the field for the Atlanta Falcons? Week six. Like <laughs> I, I <laughs> um, honestly, maybe week five, Marcus, like, I don't know what, so what is the end game here? Right? Like, so I think the sooner, the better personally, I think that the Falcons, like maybe not week five. Okay. Maybe like, with this upcoming, you know, see or upcoming game against like the Bucks defense, if we're gonna kind of like sway away from the direction of sending Kenny Pickett into the fire, if we want to preserve uh, Desmond Ritter for one more week, let's go. Yeah, but uh, hold on. Do you, do you know who they play? I was six? just about to look. Who are they? Who are they playing in Week Six? Forty ers Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, let's yeah. just get it. Over. Let's. Uh, Let's let's just rip off the bandaid, um, yeah, and and toss him into the fire in week five. But Marcus, like, what I, I I think this needs to come down, and the way that I'm approaching this for dynasty and like looking to acquire my Desmond Ritter shares, like I'm approaching this from a team logic perspective. Is that how it's going to play out? I don't know, but like the 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 team got a very solid steal right like Desmond Ritter was potentially touted as a first round pick didn't work out that way because the this entire class just got pushed down the draft board because they turns out you know weren't super good but um like if you could get that first round quarterback in round three Marcus like you have to see if you are going to be able to actually tap into that quarterback and like can that be the quarterback of the future because right now they're two and two uh if the season ended today they'd be having a a top 10 pick 
it's yeah. not a far cry. Uh, it's not a far leap to say that they can find themselves in contention for a top pick. Before I think it's the likely. End of season. And yeah, like, we should also mention just really sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. their schedule is brutal. And I know they're two and two now. So there's people out there can say, hey, they, they got a chance to sneak into the playoffs. The NFC is really weak. Just read you their schedule over the next couple of weeks at Tampa Bay, home against the 49ers, at the Bengals, home against the Panthers, they can win, uh, home against the Chargers, at the Panthers. I mean, they've got they've got some tough games coming up. Like I could very easily see them losing their next four games, and you go from two and two to two and six, and all of a sudden we're talking about this team having a top ten pick. To your point, you've got to figure out what you have in Ritter, right? You've got to at least have some idea because if you have the number two pick. And Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are there. You got to know what you're gonna, what you need to do. Yeah, that that is the big uh, that's the big kicker for me is trying to figure out. Like, if you can look at this, you know, third round pick quarterback, and that could be your future. Why not? Like, why not just try it out? Why not figure it out and uh, make sure that you know you can't use that pick because. I mean, if, if you can take that top pick in the 2023 draft and utilize that on anything but a quarterback, because you've already got your guy, you need to know that ahead of time. Yep. Uh, I agree. I would also mention that if Mariota was playing better and the Falcons were two and two, I, I think, I think you, you give him a little bit more of a leash, right? But Kate, over the last three games, and I know they're two and one, and I know they've been competitive in every game. He's averaging 12 completion, but what completions. But what's even more surprising to me is how many rushing yards do you think Marcus Mariota has in his last three games? Just give me a number. 50? 23. Like, he's not even running anymore. And when you sign Marcus Mariota, the, the idea is, hey, he can scramble on third downs and pick up stuff, you know, pick up third downs. And now without Cordero Patterson for the next four weeks, we need to use his legs. I just, I, I don't know if he's that player anymore. So if he's not giving you the rushing upside, he's not making a lot of big plays in the passing game. He's completing only 56% of his passes. What are we doing here, Atlanta? It's at least time, maybe after the 49ers game, to see Desmond Ritter for the you know second half of the season. Yeah, I, I just think it makes too much sense from a, like a real-life football perspective. I, I don't know what the upside is for Marcus Mariota, yeah. like uh, passer rating, uh, three touchdowns, four interceptions, like the guy's turning over the ball. Like you have literally nothing to lose period. Um, yeah. and, and I don't know, uh, you know, seven turnover worthy plays Marcus and the guys, the guy's not really doing anything. Like he's yeah. not, um, he, he's not throwing it, uh, that often. Um, just the, uh, it's yeah there is another quarterback out there kate that i think is more likely to start games than desmond ritter uh we're gonna get to him in just a second i'm gonna i'm gonna leave him on the back burner for our third segment but want to run through a couple other quarterbacks really quickly matt corral he's on the season ending ir list that's a really a big bummer because baker mayfield has been so awful right now He's actually the the lowest graded quarterback according to Pro Football Focus. He's got the the lowest QBR according to ESPN. It's just a bummer because I think with the way the Panthers season season is going, Matt Corral would have had a chance to start at some point. So that one just just bums me out. 
Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, this is not it, like I don't know what the the Panthers are really going to be be doing here. I, I just it's not working. The the experiment isn't working, and I did not like Matt. Like apparently, I just didn't like any quarterbacks. Wow. I'm just like the, the very I. grumpy. Yeah, me, you, and I guess every other NFL franchise, but outside like, of the Steelers, they were trying to Matt, trade up for Kenny Pickett. Matt Corral specifically, though, I was very out on Matt Corral yeah. and very much like. But even I'm saying, okay, it's it's time for Matt Corral. If it weren't for this unfortunate injury, yeah. um, what's also, a big bummer is I don't think Carolina's good at all, and their schedule gets really tough. But, Kate, if the, if the season ended right now, the Panthers would have the number two pick. And I don't know about you, but I see almost no way that Matt Rule is back next year. No. So what does that mean? It means a new front office, probably a new coaching staff, and they're going to want to draft their guy. And all of a sudden that means we're going into year two of Matt Corral and he has no chance of starting. So just a bummer. That's all. It's a bummer. Um, and there is one more, one more rookie that I'm just kind of wondering, when are we going to see him? Any guesses? Yeah. I, is it the one in Washington? It might be. Yeah. yeah let's, let's save him for the final <laughs> segment. Final segment. Uh, really quickly, uh, Malik Will. So the, the quarterback that a lot of people did like pre-draft, I don't think we're going to see him anytime soon. I think Ryan Tannehill has actually played pretty well over the last couple of weeks. The Titans, I don't know if they're a contender, but I think they are a decent team. And I think he needs time. Like of all the quarterbacks that we're going to talk about, I think he is the one that could really benefit from a year sitting behind Ryan Tannehill, learning. He played at Liberty. I, I just, I, unless there's an injury, I wouldn't expect to see him on the field this year. Yeah, and I mean, in, in that one brief instance we saw against the Bills where he, he came in, I mean, like for as awful as Ryan Tannehill played, it, Malik Willis did not play any better no. whatsoever. 1.5 yards per attempt. He had four completions for a single passing yard yeah. in that instance. Like, I for as um, I, I think the box score tells a little bit of a different story than Ryan Tannehill. I don't think it's as bad as the box score would lead you to believe. Um, the But the Titans are not the same team that they were a year ago. That's for no, sure. And no. But I also don't think that it feels like Malik Willis is ready. I like I, if we're grading rookies on their readiness right now, like he's the Malik lowest, Willis, right? yeah, he's yeah. definitely – He's he's lower than Pickett. He's lower than Ritter, and probably lower than the guy we're gonna talk about next. Bailey Zappi? No. Ah! No. Uh, all right. Let's let's uh, let's talk about a certain quarterback in Washington. But before we do that, I want to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and most importantly, for free. All you have to do is add the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, post your job that you're hiring, and you're good. They have simple tools like screening questions, making it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quick, quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires 
compared to leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Kay, I'm going to just give you the floor. Sam Howe with the Washington Commanders. How quickly do we see him on the field? I don't feel like there's anything to lose, Marcus. This entire franchise is like, I don't know. It feels like it's burning to the ground right now. I mean, you have this, I, I guys, I don't know if you've seen it, this beautiful, glorious clip of two Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, offensive linemen, right? Just blocking yep. each other. Just blocking like, each other, yep. <laughs> like it's, things are not going well uh, in Commander's land. Not that they like ever really are, but Sam Howell, like what are we doing not getting him into the game like we saw lots of upside led all quarterbacks in the preseason with 545 yards um like didn't didn't like blow you away by any means but was willing to sling the ball down the field 10.3 uh uh yards uh per target like or averaged up the target sorry Mm. um like, I, I think for what he's working with and what he worked with in that preseason, like, showed some legs. I I guess, I, again, on the same note that I say to, you know, the, the you know, other teams here that are trying out their, their rookie quarterbacks before they end up in the top five and have some potential for top draft capital, like, why aren't you seeing what you have in – Sam Howell and seeing like, could we have just gotten a steal in, you know, was it round five? Like, yeah, somewhere like that. Is that that somebody we can roll with in the future? Because if so, that's great. And we can use our top tier or our our top end pick elsewhere. And like, why not? So I agree. I, Carson Wentz has been a disaster over the last two weeks. Now, and you can contribute a little bit of that to the defenses they've played with Philadelphia and Dallas. The offensive line's not very good, but it's pretty clear he's not the answer either. Like, he's not able to overcome some bad things around him. So, should should mention Washington's schedule really quickly because I think this matters. They play at Tennessee – or excuse me, they host Tennessee this week, and then they play at Chicago next Thursday night. So, I doubt you want to throw in your rookie quarterback on a short week, but maybe after that, like if Washington loses both of those games and you're sitting at what they'd be at the time, one and five, give him 10 days to get ready for the Packers. Maybe, maybe I, I think that would be, I think that's probably the most ideal way to handle this, but knowing that that's probably Washington, why Washington won't do it. Yep. That, that seems to be on brand for Washington. Do you, do you think there's just a plan that maybe they just want to completely redshirt him? Like, let's not expose him on this bad team with the bad offensive line. Let's have another year in the system, and then we'll kind of see where he's at next, you know, next summer, next fall. See, I just wonder, like, you're going to be in contention. Like, they're already slated. If the season ended today, that's a top seven pick. I know. Like, so, and I don't see it getting better from here. I don't like, I, I don't think they're going to magically find the answer. So again, like all of these teams with these rookie quarterbacks that they drafted late, they're 
all in contention for a top pick in the 2023 draft. I don't know why you're not exploring the rookies that you have. Cause if yeah. you, if you know, your, your third, fourth, fifth round rookie quarterback hits, uh, cause all of these guys, you know, had, you know, rumors, it, whether or not it was started by their own camp, who knows, but like all of these guys had potential to have been drafted in the first round. If, teams were willing to reach on the quarterback position, mm. right? Like they were all kind of in a similar tier. I just don't get why um, all of these teams who drafted these, these rookie quarterbacks and all of them are in contention for a top pick. Why wouldn't you be exploring that? Yeah. I don't know, but bad teams, this is stay why bad, bad teams stay bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just really quickly before we head out, we, I, even though we're not huge Kenny Pickett fans, I think we're probably somewhere in the middle uh, we both have him as the still the, the highest rated dynasty quarterback, just because of we think he's going to get a lot of chances in Pittsburgh. They do have a lot of weapons. After that, I think you and I are both higher on Desmond Ritter than most. He would be our QB too. Yep. And then after that, between Matt Corral, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, it's kind of just pick your flavor, right? That's at least that's how I view the quarterback position. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, after the top two for me, it really comes down to where are you at in your stage of dynasty? Like, do you need a guy that might be starting sooner rather than later? Because that would be Matt Corral. Um, do you, like do you have the luxury of time because you're literally just starting your rebuild? That might be a Malik Willis fit. Like, okay. I think that's when you take you know the. I think all of these guys have. Um, different traits that provide them upside. But I think the tiebreaker for that next tier of quarterback is really just where you are in your, your dynasty situation right I now. Agree. All right. That is it for today's show. Thank you for making lockdown dynasty. Your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen to Peacock and Williamson NFL show, Brian Peacock and former NFL scout, Matt Williamson, give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure that you're downloading and listening to the show wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Kate and I will be back tomorrow to preview week five, do a little promotion commotion. By the way, our, our promotion commotion hits have been just incredible. So if you, if you need somebody to, to help you out in a flex spot, make sure you're tuning into that. I think we've, we've had somebody score like 15 points every single week in that spot. So crushing them uh follow kate at ff ball blast i am at marcus underscore mosher we'll see you guys right back here tomorrow